Okay. Okie dokie. So, um, so we was talking the other um, day, probably last week or whatever, and just a little background um, for for us just getting back in contact after many years and everything. We never really talked like this when you was actually here. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Which is quite interesting and everything. Now it's like you're part of my my day like my daily day and everything which is cool which is cool to me yeah um but we were talking about um procrastination we were talking about like daily life and everything the things that um we have to do or things that we want to do or whatever um, to go towards like our goals seeing that we're both around the same age and everything but there's goals that we still have that we've not even touched yet and knowing that there's things trying to hinder us or keep us from achieving those goals and trying to actually get there um i thought it was an interesting topic to try to um to try to talk about you know the this trek towards conquering you know those goals seeing that we're you know a third through life or whatever that you know god has progressed us you know hopefully he'll keep us for much longer and everything like that but knowing that every day there's a purpose and there's every day that there is something intended to go towards the goal that is inside for us to attain yeah so uh yeah that uh procrastination is uh like three weeks ago, me and some of my friends had a Bible study, and uh, we were talking about the seven daily sins. Um, and um, what we noticed all of them had in common was that each one of them, each sin made each of the seven daily sins were deadly because you overdid something. Um, one of the sins dealt with uh, procrastination. And basically, in my mind, procrastination is like when you just keep putting stuff off, like you overly put stuff off, um, and you and then you you also are telling yourself like I'm gonna still live to see another day. I'm, I'm gonna I'm I got this much time to complete this. And you just keep putting it off when in fact you may not have that much time to right. to. Uh, put something up you might have you may have just that day you may have just that second that minute that hour uh one of the things that i probably do the, did the most is procrastination um the thing about procrastination is it, it uh it, it it come back to bite you um when you keep putting stuff off um i told a story um about when i was in the military and uh you know, God was telling me we I was we had training that day and uh we all went to to lunch as a group so we all can get back to training on time. So I was sitting in you know at lunch, I think we were at Burger King and uh you know everybody was talking and it was like I was like I couldn't hear what they were saying anymore. I could only hear this voice in my head. And it was like you need to call your grandmother. And it was talking my in, in the voice, God's voice was talk, telling me to call my great grandmother when she was older. And then I, I kept, I was so used to talking to my grandmother all the time. I was like, you know, I, I call her in two minutes. And, you know, I would hear the voice again, call your grandmother. 
And I was like, uh, you know, I, I, in my head, I was like, I'll call in like five minutes, you know, trying to engage with everybody else. And, um, and then, then the voice was like, call your grandmother now. Mm-hmm. And I got up because I, I knew like something was, something was going on. So as soon as I got up, I started walking towards the men's restroom to make the call. Before I can even open the door to the restroom, my, one of my sisters called and was like, um, did you hear about Grandma Bessie? I was like, no. Yeah, he's like, uh, Grandma Bessie just died. Mm-hmm. So I literally never got the chance to tell my great grandmother that I love her and, you know, and I miss her or anything, you know, because I I just kept putting it off. And that's part of what procrastination is. Like you, you put stuff off and then you have to deal with the consequences. And that could be anything. That could be like, you know, you late paying the bill and then your lights get cut off. Mm-hmm. Now you got to, you know. Now you got to pay like a fee to get them turned back on. Like it's, it's just different ways that procrastination can hurt you. Um, and I think when uh, when you're trying to, especially when you're trying to do God's work, like he wants you to do it right then and there. Like he don't want you to be waiting <laughs> yeah. two weeks from now or a year from now or trying to plan something. He wants you to just do, go, go and do it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that involves like, uh, like having faith and trust in him. You're just taking that step. That if he tell you to do something, of course he's gonna be there with you and help you get through it. Yeah. But people gotta realize they just gotta overcome their fears. And fear is something that I I've never really dealt with fear before until this year. Like uh this year, um a lot of changes happened to me at one time. I was I was just talking to my, my sister that called me by my grandmother. I just was talking to her a couple of days ago. Mm. My sister Sherry, and I was like She's like, why do you think you're so stressed? Why do you think you have so much anxiety? And and I nobody had, I, I've been asked the question, but I never really had an answer to it. And then and then I thought about, it. I said, you know what? I said it's because all the changes that happened in my life this year at one time. I never had the time to adjust adjust to one change. You know what I'm saying? I had to adjust to multiple different things at one time, and uh, that caused a lot of fear and stuff. But then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come back to procrastination, but uh, just uh, it was a lady I used to work with in uh, Philly when I used to work at DLA. And she used to always say, James, you too comfortable. She's always said that she's like my work mom. And she was like, you just too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I never knew what she meant when she said it. I was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, And then one day before she retired, she was like, you, have you ever thought about why I asked you that? And I said, I, I did, but I was like, I, I don't know what it means. And she's like, you just need to get out your comfort zone. She said, you get somewhere and then you just get comfortable. And she was trying to tell me, like, I see potential in you. Other people see potential in you, but you're not using it because <laughs> you get you get somewhere and you get too comfortable. And that's part of just being a just procrastination. I think especially when you have like multiple gifts, I feel like when somebody get comfortable, you know, they, they procrastinate, they don't exercise again. Like me, I was real bad, like bad when I was in school, like we would have assignments to do. I would have plenty of time to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I will, because I believed I was good at completing assignments on, you know, I believe I was good at what I did. Mm-hmm. I would turn them in the day of, mm-hmm. but I'd be so stressed out. <laughs> like yeah. not getting any sleep, you know, drinking energy drinks, trying to stay up and uh, write papers and stuff. And it is, there's just really no reason for that. Like when you got the time to do it then and there, just do it, you know? And that's what me and you've been doing. Like, basically uh holding each other accountable mm-hmm. 
of saying like well, we told each other what our goals are well, we like okay did you work on this goal today like right and and i feel like that's what people need sometimes just like when somebody go to the gym you know sometimes some people need that that gym partner that's gonna be like hey come on let's go you know we supposed to be at the gym at this time and you still laying in the bed you know you need that that motivational person that's on your side but um the fear thing i think a lot of people would like the same with me is just probably have fear to do something because they just are afraid of, of what they think might happen or whatever instead of just putting all their trust and faith and belief in god uh and I, I know he said he, he also i had to keep reminding myself that that i'm not supposed to lean into my own understanding right. that i'm supposed to lean to god's understanding right so that's something because I, I was so used to being in control of everything <laughs> like I, I was used to just like okay this this is how it's gonna happen or or it's or it's gonna be very close to how this is gonna happen and then when this year came it was like mm-hmm. like, like I just lost control of everything like I, I didn't know what was going on yeah. <laughs> just to be honest with you like I, and I just had to just sit back and just accept that stuff you yeah. know and and uh that was hard for me uh and I'm just now getting to the point where I'm I'm starting to accept it. And uh and I I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And uh so yeah, uh procrastination uh definitely uh is not a good thing. Uh it's understandable when you can't do something just because you don't have the time to do it or because you got other things, circumstances going on, but when you have time to do something right then and there instead of thinking about it just right. do it and, and the things that can help you that i learned is like something visual like like a vision board or or sticky notes on your mirror like like i usually when i buy stuff to like pictures to put up in my house i usually put pictures up that i need to see from time to time that's gonna remind me of this you know to keep doing this don't give up or whatever so yeah that kind of stuff help listening to podcasts like this help uh, you know, certain music you listen to, things you watch on, like some they have motivational videos and stuff like that. So, and you can find it online too. But, but yeah, uh, just go out, like you said. I like what you said. Uh, I think when we talked like three weeks ago, you was like, "This, let's just make this year to just do it year." You yeah. know, just yeah, just do it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because you. You just had a whole little message right there because I wrote notes down and stuff like that <laughs> and everything. But you mentioned something about, you know, time and not having another day, you know, and just having that moment intentional to uh, when you get that still voice, like that still voice that actually comes to you and everything like that. That still voice been strong this year. I know that for me, for sure where it's like, do it. And then sometimes I would miss the opportunity and then the missed opportunity um, emotions stress you out more. I feel like they stress you out a little bit more or stress me out a little bit more that, than like um, actually just getting it done that you don't have to necessarily no. like stress. Like it's like the time is not promised. I say that all the time, but then a lot of times we don't pay attention to it because we continue to live. And it's like, yeah. okay, we've had so many opportunities that we've gotten away with so much stuff that we don't know that that this time caught up to us to now, you know, right yeah. now. So then you go back into being like, 
Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. And there's less wishes when you do conquer the time. Like when you conquer, okay, I got to go. I've used this example many times where it's like the piece of paper that's on the floor or something that's on the floor or just uh, something you need to clean or whatever. Like it could be a small piece of paper or something like that. And you're looking right at it and you notice it and you know it's there. You, it's time to just pick it up. You know it's there. You see it. It don't need to be on the floor. Why does the paper need to be on the floor? And it's just like it's there for you to be able to pick up. Something as simple as that. And and then just whatever the task is, knowing it's in your heart because we all have different different purposes. We all have different things that's important to us. So I can't make something important to you that's important to to, to you. Like if there's something like you might align, like you mentioned the gym thing or whatever, like might need a gym partner and stuff like that, but still we might have two different goals. You know, we might have two different situations going on of what we're trying to do with our body and everything. So I can motivate you or whatever, but then your time, like if I can't go today, then you should still be able to motivate you to go because you know what your goal and your individual goal is to do. And you talked about um, fear equaling like the changes that went on in your life. And I feel like this year is the shakeup. I feel like this year is so much the shakeup of a lot of things that are controversial, a lot of things that we've gone through that was like, well, I didn't think this was going to happen, but it did happen, and it did shake it up a bit. And I feel like anxiety is the theme word of the year because a lot of cats, a lot of men, especially men of color, are going through severe anxiety, severe stuff that is shaking it up, and it, it, it does go back to change. I feel like there's a fear of change that produces procrastination. It's like, I don't know um, what's going to happen there and everything like that. But like you said, like you to deal with that work, that um, school assignment. I'm the same way. I knew my capabilities that I could wing it. And then I was yeah. like, but then when I got to the day of it, I was like more stressed out that I wasn't going to get you know, or produce produce the best outcome, but I should have worked on it before when I had time, and I knew I had time to do it, but then I'm more stressed out now, even coming into being a minister myself, like, you know, preparing for messages and stuff like that, I had to acclimate and stuff like that, because I'm used to, oh, I can get to it later, but then the day of, you get to it, and to get to the message or whatever, and then you only spent the day before to prepare, <laughs> And it's like, you're dealing with God's word now and yep. everything. So it's like, oh, dang. So then that, imagine the conviction with that, the increase in the conviction. So it's just taking heed to all those changes and everything like that, knowing and remembering the feeling that you made, like, the you know, the, the, the lesson that you dealt with with your um, great-grandmother and all that and all that. Those lessons and those things and remembering those things and allowing yourself to take note of it and not trying to really invoke that feeling again and just being like, okay, I'm going to get this done. This is important to me. This means something or whatever. Let me do this. And even things that we don't understand, even things that don't mess- make necessarily sense, me doing this podcast or me doing like videos, or me doing this and that or whatever I'm doing right now, like makes no sense to me. <laughs> 
It makes no <laughs> sense. But then something, then that still voice said, get up and do it. But then I, I was, it was telling me that for two years prior to that. And then I'm like, it just got up and I just did it one day. And then it's been mm. the greatest thing I could have ever did because it gave me the confidence that I needed to be able to take another step and then another step and then another step, no matter what it looked like and no matter what it felt like, it just is it's here. And I've gained great, greater friendships and greater awareness of myself and greater people around and, and, and encouraging people and encouraging myself in the same sense that I could do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm glad um, that you answered that call and then put it off for another, another mm-hmm. two years because um, we definitely wouldn't be having this conversation mm-hmm. right now. Uh, and even the urge to just reach out to people. Like like you said, we uh, when I was up there in New Jersey, uh, we we would like we would say stuff here and there, but like it wasn't like having like great conversations like this. Um, it was like, uh, you know, when I, when we have events and stuff, we would see mm-hmm. each other, but, uh, but the fact that, you know, that you heard that voice and it said, reach out to this person, reach out to that person. And you like, probably, you probably fought it a little bit. Like, you know, I, I, we, I didn't really talk to this person. I don't really know that person mm-hmm. like that. And the fact that you just listen to the voice and just see that, you know, God's work, it actually is working out, you know, and uh, I like some of the things you said. <clears throat> I never heard that before. So less wishes uh, is when you conquer the time, <laughs> when you conquer more time. And uh, I, I never really thought about it like that. Um, and that's like less regrets, you know, less uh, stress, mm-hmm. less anxiety, Um and I think you, I think it, when, because I almost feel like those things like prepare you to walk into your calling and uh, it give you, to me, it makes me feel better when I do something, when I'm supposed to do it versus when I yeah. put it off. Um, I, I feel 10 times better and I feel like I got so much time on my hand when I do that. Um, actually, it's, it's kind of weird because when you put stuff off, it's like you put it off for time. But you really, it's the same time. You just, you just, so w- when you d- do finally try to do that, you're also probably trying to do something else at the same time, which causes mm-hmm. stress. So it's better to just do it right away. Uh, you said fear of change produces procrastination. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. I believe fear of change produces that. Uh, I also believe it can produce anxiety and, um, you know, other things, but uh, I think the best thing to do is just face your fears. Um, just got to, because you will never overcome them if you never face them. Um, so, definitely uh, procrastination. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a it's it's not it's 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 easy to say let's not do it, but it's uh, but. But it's actually a little harder than that. But you just got to make those steps um, just mm-hmm. to do it. And, and like I said, with the gym analogy, like I know a lot of people, a lot of people say like a lot of people that I know um, say like when they start working out, the more they do it, the easier mm-hmm. it gets. 
you know, and then when they take a couple of days off here and there, holidays or whatever, that's when it's hard to get back into it. So that also is a part of procrastination. Like if you once you start something, just keep right. working at it. Everything, right. you know, just keep working at it. Develop that gift, uh, develop that talent, that God given talent that He's given to you. And uh and that will remove a lot of procrastination. And then it's just gonna become normal. Like things like when as soon as something, you know, as soon as you are tasked with something, it's gonna be a lot easier to do it once you are you know, once you start getting some big little small victories of all the little small things that you procrastinate over that you uh started to accomplish. Uh yeah, you once you get those little small victories, they'll become bigger victories. Um and uh and I, I believe that's all a part of it. And uh and then just like if, if you're lacking in something like procrastinate if you if you have something like like procrastination that's that's that you're dealing with and it's hard to overcome, just pray about it, you know? And uh and but but you gotta you gotta put the work in though when you pray. Like you can't just pray and then you just all of a sudden gonna stop procrastinating. You gotta put the work mm-hmm. in. So you gotta take that step. Yeah. If you said a lot there. And like I said, I'm old, so I'll be writing notes down. So, so I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that's one thing I had to be intentional towards now because I felt like when I listen to people now, like, like before, I would just be like, "Oh, I'll remember," and I wouldn't remember. Like, I would, <laughs> I couldn't remember sometimes <laughs> or whatever. So I was like, "Let me write this stuff down while it's there, so it can remain important to me and everything, so I can write write it down." But you said, yeah, our relationship, I feel like, yeah, we had a significant moment while you were here. And it was based off of reaching um, reaching out. I always made the intention, even though my, my story is a bit different than others, I was probably afraid um, to reach out to other brothers um, because I'm not a sports dude. I'm not even like a gamer or like like things that I would see people that was cliche to men to, to, to be or whatever, and I was like, I, I didn't feel comfortable sometimes reaching out, but then for me, it was something inside of me that would push me to do it in a way that was more you know, significant, because I felt like brothers need need brothers. Brothers need each other, and we had a significant moment, you know, while we were or whatever, where you know, we had our one moment and I think I reached out or something like that and it was something that was needed. And it reciprocated well and everything. And then I was like, okay, but then, you know, that was our moment. And that was it. Like in the few years that you was here and everything like that. But I always remembered that. That was always a story that I told about, you know, something and for you to receive me. Because that's a that's a two way street. It's not just I was brave yeah. to to reach out, but to receive that reach out. Like cause some cats they won't do it. They won't receive it. And they be like, Oh, he's not important enough. For it to matter, yeah. that it, it was needed for that moment, and I was like, "Wow, you know, I had to see the two way street there. I had to see that, okay, we gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do now because that's what I think happens in the initial where it's like I'm not important enough to that variable for it to matter, but it shouldn't stop you because then at least you did your job. I had friends die." at the hand but I knew when I went to their funerals like like I had a friend that I, um that I reached out to him reached out to him and everything like that and he texted me two days before he died 
and said that I know you love me and I'm, I'm, I I see your texts and all that. And I was trying to push, push to see him, but then he died. In a, he died at 40 years old. He died in the middle of the street, had a heart attack. And um, wow. but I was I would say comfortable, but I was confident that I did my job. I was confident in that that I reached out and I you know tried to be there for him and stuff like that, and not not see it as a failure. It bothered me, but then it was like I went to his funeral and they were like people were like I wish I did this. I wish I wish I wish. Nope, yeah. like I did, I did do that. And, you know, I did reach out at least. I couldn't save him or rescue him because that's not my job to do. That's something I had to learn through that situation as well. But I I, mm. I did what I was supposed to do. And he knew I loved him. And that was the end. That was it. So, but I I, I do do realize, like, the words that you said, like, putting off um, for me increases stress. And it kind of introduces pain. Like, if you put stuff off, in a way that you are just kind of, it just kind of really introduces pain. And I realized something in my recent years that we, we all really kind of are addicted to pain or addicted to something being wrong. And it's like, why does every, why does anything have to really necessarily be wrong? You know, because a lot of times it's equating to um, us not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Now, honestly, we're not going to get a hundred percent, we're not going to get it totally 100%, but then we can control the percentage of what our pain or what our stress can be or whatever. No, I want to talk about it all. I want to do it all. Like that's, I just told a friend of mine, I was like, he needs to have a conversation with his wife about it all <laughs> rather than it being just yeah. a piece of it. No, because I think sometimes we try to like protect the situation or protect ourselves from a feeling or emotion that we don't want to have or want to face, but then no, the freedom comes when you do it all. Even the res- if the response is not is less to be desired, it's like why not have the entire conversation? Why not have you know totally how you feel without being fearful of the response and being fearful of what you you are or you're not going to get? Like seriously, because then for that. I feel like we keep that stuff in our heart and we keep our stuff in our mind and then it's still there and then we be like, well, I don't feel any better. Well, you didn't talk about it all. You didn't do it all. You didn't do everything you were supposed to do. And then you you said something real key of being like that. The small victories become big victories. So it's like if you talked about a little bit today, then it grows and then it grows and it grows and grows and then it becomes natural. And then you start becoming accountable to the bigger stuff that needs to get done. And I feel like that's where the mobile status comes in. That's where, you know, bigger ideas come in and whatever. So then you're more accountable. Still got the small victories going on, but that's the stuff that you learned and it's now learned behavior and everything that's a part of you that is a victory. And now people will admire you. People get stuck in those small victories too. And because people will start to admire you for being that way. But then no, you got to elevate still and be like, okay, I'll let you admire me for that. And I can teach you that that way, but then I still got to go up. And I think that's where this year is seeing a lot of preachers, a lot of leaders and world leaders and everything are just kind of dwindling mentally because they were depending on yeah. people, depending on them to be strong for what they were, it appeared to be. But then 
then it was like, well, did you elevate? Did that person elevate? You could see the person that elevated versus the people that weren't, who were just kind of staying status quo. And you mentioned that, like, the gym thing, no days off, like, for all of us. Like, we can't take a mental day off. We can't take a victory or a progressive day off. We can't. Because then if you do, it's like something that you you will miss the progression that you could possibly get in that day. And no mental no mental days off. We can't be like, I don't feel like the end of the day. You can't afford that. I don't feel like doing this today. No, yeah. you can't afford that. Because especially if you were a procrastinator, you have no yeah. you have no days off at this <laughs> point. Especially because we're at the age we're at. If we were kids, okay, whatever, maybe a day, whatever. But then we're we're not kids, and even if we were kids, like there's no day promise or no hour promise that we could take that time off. No, I see kids thrive in business right now and all that, We're starting their ideas now. And in our generation, that wasn't something that was really encouraged as much as it is now, and all that. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pushing kids. I'm telling kids. I'm telling younger people, like, do this, do that. Do this. It might not. I mean, it's working a little for me, but you got more time than me, possibly. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, uh, no, no days off. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of athletes use that slogan, "No days off," uh, especially in football. But uh, yeah, our, our generation was definitely, uh, well, the way I grew up is you, you really didn't try to achieve any goals uh, or, you know, you didn't, you didn't become what you thought you wanted to be in life or thought you were created to be in life until you became an right. adult, <laughs> which is not the case. That is definitely not true. I mean, because, you know, I look at LeBron James a lot and – uh if he had that mentality, maybe he wouldn't be the LeBron James that we see today, like one of the greatest basketball players, you know, of all time. Um, he he knew from a child what he wanted to do, you know, what 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 he wanted to accomplish. And I mean, he may not have had it all like then and there, but he at least he had an idea, and he he worked towards that those ideas, towards those goals. Um, but I know, like, yeah, you said you pushing forty. I'm I'm pushing forty two, like I'm I'm pushing forty as well. And uh, but the thing is, like Leah said, age ain't nothing but a number. You know, don't can't let age um, stop you from being whoever God created you to be. If you're still living and still breathing, you just you still can work towards your goal. Um, I look at Steve Harvey. Um, I look at uh, Tyler Perry. Those are some guys that started late in life and they just did not give up on whatever it was that they felt they were called to do in this world. <clears throat> and they had kind of had similar stories at times, you know, sleeping in cars, poor, uh, but they kept, you know, God gave them the oomph to keep going, you know. So uh, for anybody that's out there that's that feel like they're too old to do something, or I'm too old to finish school, I'm too old to uh you know start a business i'm too old to do this i'm too old to do that mm-hmm. you're not too old you're not you're only too old when you tell yourself mm-hmm. you're too old uh and with all that wisdom and all those years of experience whatever you do do when you start when you start doing it 
you just have that much more experience to be able to share with other people. You might help people get through some tough times or, you know, maybe prevent, give them some stories that maybe they can listen to to, you know, help them from making the same mistakes. So, um, yeah, you're never too old. You're never too old. I mean, Abraham, Sarah, they had, they had baby mm-hmm. at old age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I mean, you're never too old to do anything. Anything that God tell you to do, you just you're not too old to do it. The thing. I hope you enjoyed that, and you will continue on our conversation series for next time with Simple Talk. Have a blessed day.